are Locked On Trailblazers, your daily Portland Trailblazers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to a November 14th. Is that true? Yeah. Wednesday. Dude, time flies, man. Game day edition. Though, you know, though our bodies might break and our souls separate, you know? Yeah. But hey, we're here. It's a mon- or it's a Wednesday. Why did I just say it was a Monday? Um, probably because the only the first game of the week. Because because our senses of time are gone now. They're gone. Like once like, the NBA season. Yeah, you're thirty. You're thirty. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. I'm twenty nine. Wow. I see how it is. I'm 29. Okay. I'm not 30 Let me just say that yet. once you get to being 30, it was just time just doesn't make any sense anymore. Right. Like, it just all went away. Well, anyway, anyway. We're, we're, we're here now. It is So, a uh, good episode. Good episode. Yeah, it's a great, great time. No, we're here. It's, Everyone uh, dies. Uh, here we go. Yeah. So, it's uh, it's Wednesday. The Blazers are still 10-3. and <laughs> They're a game back of the Golden State Warriors, who won last night. Although they have quite a bit of drama going on. Oh no! And then, uh, let's see. Let, let's let's recap. Just, I just want to lay the land here before we do this episode. CJ McCollum, Player of the Week last week. God bless him. Seems like a good idea. Carmelo Anthony. Car- CJ Player of the Week after a year where he's been struggling. Where he's been. He uh, struggled for the first of couple pl- of weeks. Out of place. But I think he's found his. But part. I think he's uh, yeah he's coming around and figuring out what he needs to do. So, C.J. McCollum, Player of the Week, congratulations. With, uh, first, first with Turner weirdly taking his role and doing a good job with it. First time in C.J.'s career Isn't that, that he something? did that. And then... Um, Isn't that something? So Evan and, Turner's next, baby. Evan, hey, Evan Turner, Player of the Week. It's and then from, Myers it's, Leonard, is it time? It's it, Who knows? Who's to say? I mean, Pascal Siakam won for the East. Greg Odin? It's time, baby. Who knows? <laughs> who knows? Blazer Madness. And then we also have... I guess we should probably address the rumors first. Yeah, well, Carmelo's going to be a Portland Trailblazer. Yeah, and you're gonna like. It. Uh, by the way, I'm Corbin Smith. Yeah, this is Corbin Smith. This is this is this is. You a, probably, I mean, if you listen, you probably figure that out. Yeah, and, if and you, you probably it, even saw it. And on a lot of times, it. we kind of go like a little cold open. Yeah, with this kind of. But thing. I feel like we went beyond the cold open. Yeah, because I laid the land. Yeah, I like brought up like. I feel like when the lay of the land stuff. came out, it just it just should be said. Yeah, I am Corbin. So me and Eric are recording in the Embassy Suites in downtown Portland. We are, and we, we're, we're, we're our fireside. We're currently next to a Yule log. Yeah, and it's just the, the season. Yeah, we're, we're feeling it right now. Look, feeling I'm feeling those ring ding dingling. It's lovely weather for a sleigh ride together. It really is. It really is, and uh, it's and it's wonderful night for a basketball game. Also, they're apparently they're opening a mother's in this hotel. Why? You see this behind me here? Oh, Embassy Suites. You don't have to do that. Well, I look, what, you listen. Get, something against mothers. Mothers is fine. Okay. Okay. It's fine. Look, it's no tasty. Did you hear about the moving tasty and sons? No. They're moving the one in North Before Portland. Mello comes here. I know. They're moving the one in North Portland to the Woodsman's old spot on Southeast, Southeast Division. Division. Yeah. Oh, that's excellent news for you. For me, that is horrible news for me. That is excellent news for me. Division is significantly harder to get to on a bus than North Williams. Also, I see a therapist around there. They are. I am. They are doing this specifically to agitate me. But what if they're doing it to be closer to Carmelo? 
if he lives by um, you know I li- will say if he yo, lives by the private city if Carmelo if he lives in downtown if, and if Carmelo lived in Portland he would definitely live off the vision oh my god he's gonna that's Carmelo he's gonna have a right penthouse suite top floor on one yeah. of those new division yeah, yeah, yeah. things he's gonna be eating. That, yeah. him and Andy Ricker are gonna hang out like yeah. every day all the time They're, yeah. like fish it, wings fish wings all day, day and night. all day and and he's gonna get really into the wines of course of, of yeah. Portland you know. he's gonna go to that I went to I was in a store today here's what this store sells salt salt like giant chunks of salt yeah okay on, on where is this Williams. Mississippi? Or no, Mississippi, pardon me. I've been there. You've been this I've store. been to that super, like... Here's what it's sells. Here's hip, what it's hip, Hippie spice store. Oh, so they sell big chunks of salt. Pink salt. Like yeah, that you big, could eat stuff off of. Yeah. Eaten salt. Yeah. I mean, not that kind of eaten salt, the yeah. other kind of eaten I salt. I actually once bought my girlfriend a shot, a, a salt shot glass. Oh. Uh, because... Tequila. It, uh, no, I'm yeah, familiar yeah, with exactly. the salt's effect on alcohol. It, well, and so it was, uh, so I've been there before. Anyway, continue. I've got a question about that glass in a second, but they also sell bottles of wine and they sell high end chocolate. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure that like their sister store is in Brooklyn. It's like there's two stores, yeah. and it's like it's like one on on Mississippi and one on in Brooklyn. I'm just saying, Carmelo, my dude, bro. Like this is this was we're talking. We're this talking. This was always home. We're talking this, stacks and stacks of pink salt for you to buy. This was always home. Yeah. Like we tried to tell him. Yeah. Two. This years is where you ago. belong. We, we tried to tell him two summers ago that this was. The right. This thing is where you belong, Carmelo. Right. And now, look. I know that you be, think let, of yourself as a New York guy. Listen, but I, you've washed out of New York. And where do you go when you wash out of New York, Eric? Portland, Portland, Oregon. That's the number one place for people who wash out of New York is yeah. Portland. Yeah. And Carmelo, you are the most new Portland person who's ever lived, and he needs to embrace that yeah. reality. Yeah. And I think it. You know. You know what I found out this week? But, like Carmelo I'm, has not won in Denver since he left Denver. But that's why he needs to be on yeah. on, on Nurkic's team so that Nurkic, yeah. Nurkic so just they can them. commiserate about, yeah. Yeah, about how, how much they hate Denver. Yeah, don't, uh, they don't even they, their wine shops aren't even good. Yeah, their coffee's terrible. <laughs> Where's the farm to table scene? Right. I mean, I have heard actually that Portland's food scene is much better than Denver's. Yeah, of course it is. Yeah. Um, and so again, an- another, <laughs> yeah. another 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 reason another reason why Mello would love it here, and I have to say, okay, I'm going to couch this in some actual like Nurkic and Mello brothers in being a little oh bit God. fat and they would totally for they would totally like be best friends. Yeah. Um, did Nurkic ever play with uh, Carl at all? No, he did not. Can you imagine being able to complain about George Carl uh, with another person who knew George Carl? I'm trying to think of anybody. No, nobody on the Blazers has ever played for George Carl. Ah, oh, damn. But um, Gary Payton lives nearby. I'm I do sure. want to couch this. I'm sure GPO mellow conversation. Anyway, some actual facts. Um, he is coming. The ringer. The ringer reported that Portland is one of the teams that has interest. That was Kevin O'Connor, mm. and then Chris Mannix said that he believes it's down to the Heat. And the Blazers. So, and, and also, I Look, would also I like Mello to say that the betting favorite is Philadelphia. Why? Because they probably like they just traded away a bunch of guys, and and they could probably use somebody to tell Jimmy Butler to fuck off. Probably. Pardon and, my language. No, and like Jimmy and Mello are like vacation buddies. Like they, they are. They went on vacation together a couple summers That's ago. That's weird. And they, they went to like Europe and like. Jimmy has like this wine suitcase where he brings like super expensive bottles of wine and glasses and 
all this stuff that him and Melo do together. So they're just like they're pals. They're pals. Yeah, that's weird. So that's weird. Yeah. So that's just something to keep in mind. How does Jimmy Butler get in with all these guys? Because he's good. He's, he's not, an all, but he's an he, all star. I mean, is he fringe banana boat good though? I mean, he might be. He is that good. I'm just kind of. I'm personally tired of Jimmy yeah. Butler. Like, I'm just like, I'm tired. I, I really. That would be an exhausting. Yeah, it was, yeah. seems like an exhausting dude to be around. Whereas, oh, 100%. Whereas, like, okay, Houston was definitely like their numbers without Melo haven't been good. But I just wanted to say this: their entire team has been terrible, and they are dealing. Melo no, has been bad though. He has been bad, but. Okay. They also have, like, a mental hangover aspect from last year and that over 27 thing and being so close and gearing up for the Warriors so much every day and coming up short, then they lose Ariza, they lose Bob Mute, and they replace I got to I mean, I got to admit, losing Ariza was a bad idea. They lost those two guys who were super important, and so they tried to replace him with Mello, a bunch of undrafteds, and Michael Carter-Williams. Like and it hasn't worked. Yeah. So how, how like listen, Michael Carter Williams? That's not that to a, me. Who is a not real? Mellow. Yeah. That's not mellow. Like, who's a real? A who's a real? Team. Like how is Michael Carter Williams still in the NBA? Kind of dude. Like you win one Rookie of the Year and you just get to parlay that into half a career. It's ridiculous. So if he were to come to the Blazers, when he does, when he does. Yeah. The vision I'm having for him right now is that he would basically just take Myers Leonard's minutes. And then Zach Collins would be the center. Yeah. Because I don't see him playing in any other context. No. So he would, he get, he might, would absorb like 15 minutes. He might minutes occasionally end games, I'll bet. Sometimes I bet he will. When he doesn't look so farty. Yeah. Boy, does it mess up the bench unit. Like, does having a conduit that might stop the ball in a bench unit that's been really successful playing four out with Turner, mm-hmm. like, that could be very bad. It could be. And look, look, here's the thing. Corbin Smith <clears throat> wants to be into this so bad. Yeah. you got to understand, people. Yeah. No, like, there is, there is some level of us talking about this. Because we think it'd be fun. Because we want it to happen. It would be a fun thing to write it about. It would be different. Yeah, it would be fun. I mean, I'm at, like like we said. Me, lot. Corbin the writer and Corbin the Blazers fan are at odds here. Right, because Corbin the writer really wants this to happen. A hundred percent. And I, and Corbin the writer also knows that seeing Melo at restaurants around town would be hilarious. Yeah. And, and I mean, I think and it would that be it would fun happen. for Melo, for Corbin the Blazer fan. Like, you just see Mello out. I don't even like pl- watching him play that much. <laughs> you just want it. But that's what I'm saying. You, But you could see him out. But as a person who's invested in the Blazers' success, I got to say. Probably not a great idea. The idea of him taking Myers' minutes. Doesn't sound And I feel like a maniac saying that. Like, I feel like a lunatic. Cause, and look, yeah, Myers I mean, has been Myers pretty good re- this he's year. He's rebounded his butt off. He's getting offensive rebounds now, which he didn't really use Finishing to. at the rim Finishing here at there. the rim. Uh, and, and look, he's always been a decent shooter, and, and his release is slow, so yeah. the utility of it is a little bizarre, but like... If Melo's okay with being from getting... If Melo's okay with getting DNPs from time to time, then Portland's probably the place for him. But... If he's not... But if he's not down to get some DNPs every uh-huh. now and then, then it's probably not the place for him. Nah. And I honestly he might also need to. They all, I also don't think that there's a team in the NBA that would add him right now and then like occasionally have games where they just don't play him. 
Yeah. Like, and he has to be okay with that. Yeah, he has to be okay with that. And or because like, like if he comes in here, it's it's a lot easier to blame him if he comes in here and messes things up than it was to blame him for Houston's failings. Yeah. Because Portland's ten and three, their bench is playing well for the first time in, in th- a decade, in like in a long time. And if Melo comes how here, how long has it been? How long has it been since they had a decent bench? Like four or five years. Like when they won, when they had that really good run where they beat Houston in the first round. The, uh, the all it, like it was like an eight or nine man rotation. It was solid. Yeah, but the the five did most of the work there. They did. They started and they finished and they played together a lot. They did, but. Darrell Wright was pretty solid. Mo Williams was pretty solid. Yeah, Darrell Wright was all right. Joel Freeland was pretty solid. <laughs> Rest in peace. Did you hear Joel Freeland retired? Yeah, dude, I reported that. Oh, yeah, Dame, I knew that. Dame told me. So I, Dame I, told you? Yeah, Dame, well, it wasn't that Dame told me Are Dame personally. and Joel Freeland, like, pals? I think Dame, that's the thing about Dame, dude. I think he's pals with, like, everybody that's, he's ever played. You know what I got to say? That's cool. Yeah. That's legit, like... Maybe this is the team for Melo just because Damien can, like... Make him feel... He'll... Honestly, I feel like... Can, like, turn him into a bro. Well, and Dame, I think, honestly, is the only... Might be the only current star that's, like, willing to, like, gently put Melo out to pasture. Like, murder him? No, but, like, like ease his ego, make him feel good, you know, like, text him all the time. He's really good with people. He is. That's the thing. Man, like... He is. Like, I feel weird saying stuff about him like this because it's so squishy and... Not something I can know 100%. It's ephemeral. It's a yeah, little it's ephemeral. ephemeral. Yeah. But, like, watching all this Butler stuff happen. He's not good with people. Yeah. He's not good with people. Yeah. And Lillard is definitely good with people. Yeah. To, to, the, if, point, if to, the, point, man, to the point if, that, like, I think, honestly. If, if, if my man is keeping he, up text conversations with Joel Freeland. Yeah. Yeah. That's a that's a bro right there. Yeah, exactly. And and I think it's it's truthfully, like, I think it's really just between, like, and I think he's, I think he's more active in it than like Steph Curry, yeah. you know, like because I think Curry's, like his leadership comes from like pressing the brakes and kind of laying off guys. I think, yeah. Whereas like Dame's like way to keep guys is to like be in their ear, like yeah. He like Dame's talked about this, like he him and Nurkic, like he's he's Nurkic's like big bro, yeah. like and and you know what and, and Nurkic. Imagine. Difficult dude. Yeah, I mean, he, he for sure. He, he got run out of Denver because he didn't really agree, and they didn't have anybody to kind of manage him. Yeah, and you know what? It should be said. He also left Denver because that was what Denver needed to do. Yeah, because Jokic is a fabulous player. Yeah, and he needed to have Nurkic's role. Yeah, but yeah. but he was he was antsy about it, and yeah. it's hard to blame him. Yeah, and how, but also but, like but, you know, but if you look at him now, he has. You know, he could, if he wanted to let himself go down those paths, he could be antsy about Zach Collins finishing yeah. games and, and Collins being a high draft pick and all this stuff. No, but Collins. he's been a get along. But guy. he's been a, he's been great. Yeah. He's been phenomenal. He's actually he's gotten better this year. I looked at some numbers uh, for the last episode. He's shooting like almost eighty percent from the free throw line, and then he's also like last season. At this time. Finishing at the rim better yeah, too. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's the hook shot. It's it's just like that. Yeah. It's not just the rim. He's it's also like he's also dunking a little yeah. more. When yeah, he, but yeah. The, the step, the, his game, a step away from the rim, has been night and day because he's he's still so much bigger than everybody in the league. Yeah, like there's only well, except for the Bob man. Boban? Boban. Oh, yeah. Boban. We don't call him the Boban Man? I don't, I don't call him the Boban Man. Shame. I am a little worried, though, for Nurk tonight because he always seems to have trouble against LeBron. Who among us? Who among us, right? 
Um, also, he is like basically the exact kind of guy who's maybe not so good to guard against LeBron because he dives back and you sort of need to switch there. Yeah, because you don't want to give LeBron a full head of steam yeah. driving to the basket. Because he'll, he'll he'll mush into he, you. Yeah, he'll yeah. score. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I guess where I stand on the mellow thing is like I would be entertained. Yeah, but I would I don't necessarily. It, it would have to be a situation where he's okay being. And like you know what? And you know what the else I'll say? Head vet. You know what else team. I'll say? If you wouldn't be entertained by it, you're a cop. Like old head vet Carmelo Anthony actually sounds cool. Yeah, that sounds fun. Like, like maybe like Carmelo Anthony in like an Earl Watson type of role. Yeah. Like would I you, don't look. I don't know if the pro- the problem is. Does Carmelo Anthony want to hear that? I don't think he does. No. But maybe if he's in a place where he's being respected instead of blamed for everything, yeah. maybe he might be into that. And I think that that is the other option that has been floated around is Miami, and he would obviously fit in very well there with yeah. a bunch of old guys, has yeah. Wade. Uh, Miami, uh, 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 a retirement home. Another, Operating uh, as a retirement an- home. Another, another place where people from New York like to go to, but yeah. I don't think Mello's in retirement Look, yet. I, he's, yeah. He needs to have his second... He needs to have his second stanza of his professional career or his third stanza I guess a yeah. real one here in <laughs> Miami and Portland really are the axes of where you go when you wash out of New York really are if you washed out of New York because you succeeded too much you go to Miami mm-hmm. if you failed you go to Portland yeah exactly that is uh, a great way to put it uh, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to be right back with more Lockdown Blazers with Corbin Smith here from the Embassy Suites the Embassy Suites in downtown Portland and we're back here. Oh, my Lockdown. God. Yeah. We're, oh. oh, yeah. <laughs> we're back here on Lockdown Blazers. Uh, there's a game tonight uh, that we haven't really talked about. Lake Show. Lake Show. The third time in the last <laughs> yeah, month. Yeah. Getting them in a little early. Yeah. Huh? Well, it's funny because they have these three bunched up one right after the other, and then they don't play again until April 9th, which is like the last game of the season for the Lakers. I think Portland ends the season on a back-to-back, I want to say. I'm not, I'm Eric, it is, it is not even close to being my job to know this. No, I know. I'm just saying. But anyway. Um, so anyway, uh, they have Tyson Chandler now, mm-hmm. which is different than the last he's time. He's been all right? Yeah, he's been all right. They've won every game since he signed with them. Boy, that doesn't sound sustainable when you say it out loud, though, right? Right. And and they also like had the ugliest win on Do you think Sunday. it was a goaltend? No. No? No, it wasn't. Well, they, they it wasn't one. It was the person who quote-tweeted that got the thing wrong from the two-minute report, that it, that it was a goaltend. It wasn't a goaltend. Because right. it was on its way up. It hadn't reached its It was eight. so close, though. Okay. But the Lakers are riding a three-game win streak now, and they're above 500 for the first time in two years. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Pretty, pretty, pretty tough life for them so far. But they did break the Blazers' streak last time they were here, the 16-game losing streak. So Portland, I guess, doesn't have to hold on to that. But I – Yeah, what happened in the last game they played? The Lakers won. 114, oh, 110. Was it bullcrap? I remember it being bullcrap. Well, it was bullcrap in the sense that Portland missed all of their threes. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like it was like Portland got so many open shots in that game, and CJ was missing threes, and Dane was missing, and 
a lot of guys that make threes for the Blazers were missing their threes. And um, if Portland gets those looks again tonight, yeah, they'll they're gonna they'll eat. They'll yeah. So I think the way that they played, and I was actually it was funny when I was sitting on. Uh, I covered that game for the Associated Press, and I was sitting next to our friend Mike Richmond. Mm-hmm. We were watching, and Please. America's friend, America's friend right. Mike Richmond, and we were hanging. We were watching the game, and it was the Lakers. I think ran up like a twenty-point lead at one point in the third quarter, and but during the game, in this like the second, in the first half, even when the Lakers took like a little bit of a lead, we were saying to ourselves, if you took, if you turn off the scoreboards, like. Portland was playing a much better game. It's just that their their shots their going. shots didn't go yeah. in, and so it, it, if they I'm got um they got babipped. Um, but babip is um batting average and balls in play in oh, baseball. Okay, 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 okay. And uh, basically, if you put a ball in play in baseball, there's a lot of provenance of luck there. Uh-huh. And so if you have a bad babip one year. It's reasonable to look at you and say that you will be better next year because your BABIP will probably impress to the main. Okay, okay. Well, then Portland's BABIP, for a better lack of a better term, will Thank improve. You. It really is, for lack of a better term. Yeah, because we, we really just don't have a good term for that. No. But um, I'm, excited for, I'm excited for this game tonight. I think uh, the Lakers are in an interesting spot because they still haven't gotten Brandon Ingram to play re- really well. He's really struggled. He might just uh, not be good. Yeah, I mean, I mean that. And Portland's defense. I looked this up today. Fun fact: Portland is one of two teams in the league that has a top five offense and a top five defense. Is the other one Milwaukee? Yep. Yep. And Portland beat them. So. Yeah. Um, title contender. Title contender. Time to say it. I mean, I think we Warriors garbage. On a serious tip, I will say that it's pro- it's very much time that Portland needs to start carrying the torch for Dame to be the MVP. Like, yeah, I think that would be a good move. Like, this is kind of like boy, Giannis has been so good though. He has been, but I mean, Jokic also. True. Now that's weird. Did, did you see the game where Jokic didn't shoot the whole game except for the last I did, shot, I and then see that it. was a game winner? No. Yeah, that happened. Jokic is. I think if Jokic like had the opportunity, he would like reincarnate as Rajon Rondo. You think he's? You think he's? Um, I think he really loves passing more than anything. I don't think he's. He doesn't. I don't think he's like like. Scoring. I was watching them last night. I don't that, think he's into that. That, I, that two man game, him and Murray. Yeah, he's good as hell. That's nice. And That's the, some nice stuff. Anyway, I'm sorry to compliment Jokic so much. Yeah, I mean, I spent years. Being a yeah. Nurk boy, yeah, and fighting, fighting against yeah. the Jokic, being like tri- Jokic, garbage, yeah, use of Nurkic, baby, and and part of that was that his defense was terrible. They have a really good defense this year, so I can't even yeah. hold on to that one anymore. And so, um, I just want everybody to know that I've come to accept Jokic in my heart. He rules. Yeah, yeah, and I think it's. I mean, right now it's coming down to right. I mean, it's early. But Portland and Denver are two are by far the two best teams in the division right now. Yeah, because the Warriors are so bad. Right, and they won't get better. No, they won't. They won't. There's no way. Uh, how? God, that would be funny if that happened. Though, yeah. Right? How the? It's so weird that like I mean it's not weird but this thing feels very real. The whole oh yeah, of oh yeah yeah thing. yeah. I, did you read uh, the Marcus Thompson thing? I did. Yeah, I did. 
It's pretty convincing. Yeah. It's like, I mean... It's, it's weird. A, yeah. It's, it's weird. That they can't, that they won't be able to make up, like, that it's... No, be, you know what I it's think? It's really more Durant had his feelings hurt, because, like, Draymond is the type of guy, as he, the guy wrote in there, as Thompson wrote. Yeah. Like, Draymond's, Draymond's called, look, Draymond's, Draymond's called a few people a bitch before. Yeah, but he, then he, like, comes back and he's like, hey, man, like, sorry, I called you a bitch. Be good, like, yeah. And then, like, and he'll, like, try and make amends, but, like, Durant seems like the type of guy that will always carry resentment. I think that the interesting thing about this NBA season so far is how much of it has had to do with non-tangibles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like it's a Especially weird... Especially in the big data era. Yeah. And I feel like it's a weird space to operate in. Excuse me. Because um, it's something that me and Eric and I think even people who run Beats mm-hmm can only know so much about. Right, because there's only so much that you have access to, and also only so much people behind the scenes will tell you. But, like, it really is, like, whether or not you can get along with people really is, like, central to succeeding in sports and is maybe something that we haven't talked about, especially since data sort of started swarming. Well, I think it becomes this thing, it became this thing in the basketball discourse is that, like, okay, everything that you say has to be couched in data. Yeah. And that misses, and that's, like, thankfully that's why we have reporters and stuff like that to figure out what's going on with players, and that's why, you know... I mean, as an evaluative stand, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like, I think think it's, you, you know... A lot of people, I think, get into this place where it's like, well, the immediate reaction after the Draymond Durant thing was, it's a non-story. Like, the, the, Our, my friend, from, my no, friend from, Wilms from Twitter. Everybody on Twitter yeah. was like, immediately, non-story. Yeah. Like, because it's just like this inherent distrust of the media. John Wilms, who's my take it or break it partner, I think is what it he, is. He it's called an, it. He said it was a dirtweed story to me, and not something he could get to, high. To me, off it seems of. like yeah. To me, it seems like it's an inherent distrust of the media. Whereas, like when I heard it, it's like, why would the media be reporting this if it wasn't a thing that yeah, they felt like like because you would be because you're basically screwing up your access a little bit. Yeah. Why? Why would yeah. they? Why would they? So it's, to me, like it didn't seem like something small, and. I mean, they suspended Draymond. They suspended him. Yeah. yeah. So, but then, so like that's what kind of changed the tide, yeah. especially for like John. And then, but that John, I think, was representative of a lot of just cynical NBA. Yeah. Fans. But the second a, they uh, they suspended Draymond for a game, which is wild to me. It just seems like that's not the, like PR wise, it's not the way to deal with it. Because well, if you want I, people to stop talking, I, I think their audience is an audience of one. Yeah, it seems like they're playing for Durant. Yeah, like and not, also that Durant's mom got involved. You know, oh my God, Durant's mom getting involved—that was great for LeBron Wire. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, congratulations! Yeah, con- content. I tell yeah. you what, getting uh, that tent, dude. Get, get, dude getting so much tent from the Warriors. Getting fight. that gauge. Um, yeah, dude. I don't. I yeah. I. I like, I did this thing on cleaningtheglass.com, which is a website, a stats website, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it was this predict thing before the season where you predicted things and you gave everything like a confidence score. And I said, like, and now I feel even stronger, I don't think the Warriors are going to win the championship. I don't know if I think that. Okay. I think that I think that their talent is just so overwhelming. I just don't, here's the thing, I could see, I don't know if Durant would leave if they won. 
and I think if they want, if they if they don't win, that's what forces him out the door. I don't see a scenario in which they win. And do you think Durant's going to dog it? Do you think Durant wants to win? I don't know if Durant's going to dog it. There's also the question: Is, is Draymond going to dog it? Yeah. Because does Draymond want to give his all for a team that basically just sold his ass out? Like, the, I, there's so many other things at play here. I I think that you are overstating the meta game. Okay. And I think that professional athletes moment to moment want to win more than anything. Yeah. Okay. And there are these other things that there are like metagames within Mm -hmm. teams. Mm -hmm. Like that's the thing about basketball I think is that it's is that it's a points game but it's also the players on the teams are also competing with each other. Yes. In a certain way Mm -hmm. because you know you you your own personal achievement is a thing. Yeah. But I, I, I think that I think that it won't be a problem that deeply. Okay. But I don't know. I mean, I guess I don't know that. But like this Butler stuff too. Like that is also about how a dude deals with interpersonal problems. Yeah. I mean, he, he basically just also. Like, ta- I mean, also towns too. Who yeah. Seems. Uh, disengaged. Yeah. I, well, the thing about towns too is I think part of the reason he was disengaged is because. Butler just, it's just bu- such a, he just bullied him. Yeah, he's just such a dickhead. And so it's just, it's just like, and Butler, like, he has this whole thing where he's like, I was a late first-round pick or a second-round yeah, yeah, pick. Yeah, like, yeah, the chip on his and shoulder. And so it's just like all, all this stuff. So it's just like, it's like nothing's ever good enough for I mean, him. I mean, and Towns is definitely, like, if theoretically we were to say mm-hmm. that Jimmy Butler's rise in the NBA was fueled by his immense resentment. Yeah. Uh, for everyone else in the NBA, mm-hmm. Towns is like the pr- the poster boy the for that exact dude that you would resent. Yeah, exactly. And he Wiggins went too. to Kentucky. Both of them. Uh, he was recruited highly out of high school. He was picked first. He was basically regarded as the new breed of center. Like, yeah. if you were somebody who was maybe prone to resentment, that's the guy you would hate. That's the guy. Yeah. And you know, and Wiggins. Uh, and, and also, he said, like, another thing about Towns, he always says the right thing. Like, he's, yeah, he's good with reporters. Like, he's good with reporters. Calipari, because he went to finish right, school. Right. So, yeah. he, so he has all this polish that Jimmy just never had. And, like, so, like, I think it's all this, like, there's so much of that. And, like, I think Philadelphia is going to be fine, but I also think that there's, there's just a lot of potential for, you know, Butler could get to resenting Simmons real quick. I think so, and Fultz. I think I think I. I have yeah, I don't lot, even know. What's I have a lot there. of fear for Fultz. <laughs> yeah, I, like I don't because like I don't like that seems like a bad idea. Yeah, like I don't know. Like Jimmy's just gonna pick on him and and like he was the first pick and he can't shoot. Yeah. Did you see that free throw he shot the other day? So so Boy, depressing. Dude. It's so weird. So weird. Because he shot in college, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there was a report the other day. Um, oh yeah, the the trainer. Well, yeah, and then there's also like apparently like a there's like a oh, there was like an unreported motorcycle accident. Yeah, but I don't know how he got a motorcycle accident. That, that was a the, that was a report thrown around oh, on weird. Monday, but. That's it. Wasn't coming from ESPN or any places like that. So it was from it was from like uh, the Scoop NBA, kind of. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's uh, a joke for no, no, it was, yeah, three a, people. Yeah. Well, no, there was a someone coming back. There was some new Twitter account today that was like Scoop NBA esque. Oh hell yeah. Um, but man, dude, I yeah, I I don't know. I'm bringing this back to the Car- Blazers, so. Carmelo. Yeah, yeah. 
and the Blazers and that's the, yeah, but that's it, the thing it, with Carmelo is that he can continue to be in the NBA if he can be a good interpersonal dude. Yeah, if he can just be a guy that like that, and but that's going to be the hardest thing for him. Yeah, is like is like adjusting. He to hasn't him. necessarily been that. No, he has to like Vince Carter is like a, Vince Carter is unbelievable. V- at yeah, it. Vince Carter is the exemplary example. A hundred percent of Vince of, Carter has basically expanded his career by like five years J- honestly, by being an awesome dude to be late, around. Late career Jason Kidd, yeah, like he's obviously yeah. not a healthy, yeah. Jason Kidd is also like a bad dude. He's like but a bad he's a dude, good but but he was a good teammate, and he like extended his career by like five years. Garnett, yeah, Garnett. Um, even Pierce in the last couple of years, like he didn't play, but like he, he was on the team and he, you know, like, yeah. I mean, that's the question that like, that's where Melo is sitting right now is that he can either play in China or he can be like the old head on, or he can be on, Vince Carter. Yeah. If he's willing to be Vince Carter, then I would love it if the Blazers yeah. signed a Vince Carter. Yeah. If he was willing to be Vince Carter and willing to be that type of like, guy who doesn't play every night but plays occasionally like helps yeah. out you know I don't think boy another thing about Vince Carter though workout warfare yeah not Mello, some stuff you can say about Mello Mello is not yeah did you see that tweet the other night about I'm so mad that I'm having a conversation that has completely talked me out of Carmelo I Carmelo think. because I want because like I think it's fun but I do, but I just can't yeah Envision. I just can't envision him being Vince Carter. No, no, I can't either. And it's also, it's like the game is so much faster now. Yeah, it's so much more movement. There's so many, so much more transition. And it's like, like you're gonna like one of the things about Jake Lehman. Like Jake Lehman hasn't been like a world beater, but he can run up and down the court. And like that, that is not. Uh, yeah, that's not something I would that's say about not, That's not something that you should take for granted. Old, like it's old, old joggy. Yeah. And so, I mean, I would, I would again, I'd like it for entertainment purposes. I think it would be fun personality-wise for him to be on the team. But I also don't think that they need him. No, they don't need him. And it could be a problem if he has expectations. Yeah. And I think that that has to be very clear from the jump that he, if, if they were to sign him. And so... And the Rockets, you know, they have been saying all the right things that Melo is very accepting of his role. But, but come on. But, like, I mean, yeah, their number's really bad with him. But I also, again, I really don't think that that was, like, the guys that they're playing out there when Melo was out there, it was terrible. Yeah. Like, they're playing Isaiah Hartenstein. Yeah, the back end of their roster is really Isaiah Hartenstein, James Ennis, Michael Carter-Williams. They like, uh, they pay Chris Paul a little too much. Yeah, that's what's really fun. And them they... Um, and I don't like to say that, because I... No, look, I want the players to have more money than the owners. That's, yeah, of course. Yeah. And also, I'm not like a Chris Paul hater. I mean, I know that that's endemic amongst a certain type of Blazer fan. Yeah. But, like, I think Chris Paul is a fabulous player, but... Um, they're going to be paying him. I think that forty I think, million. When he's I think a lot of dudes in that generation are headed for the dirt nap. Yeah, yeah. And I think that LeBron's going to get there a little sooner but than we think. Le- too. LeBron's yeah, but the thing about it is that LeBron is the anomaly amongst all of those guys. Yeah. Also, LeBron came in the league a little younger. And, yeah. yeah, yeah, and and I, he's but like Melo's the same age as him, basically. Melo's like, a year older. Melo's a year older. So. Like, he's obviously falling off a little bit sooner. But if he wants – and, you know, like, Portland, I was saying before the season, they didn't really have that, like, old veteran guy. Like, Evan Turner's kind of that guy, and t- things have gone well. 
And I guess if you really, if, if they if they think they need that, I guess that could be a value add in that way. But I don't. It's, is Mello that? Is that's the other thing too? Is like, is Mello actually no? It's it, and a lot of times I think, and I've talked about like I've talked about this with uh, people before too that, that have been around the league. It's like a lot of times people assume that bringing in a veteran is like. A good thing altogether, but a lot of times the veterans are more jealous and more yeah. of a problem and more of a headache because they're the antsy because the, the end's coming. Yeah, yeah, than the younger players. So it's like if you're really scared about that, then yeah, probably not be a good idea. But if everyone, if if the principals involved, Dame, Stotts, Mello, Mello, CJ McCollum, you know, if they can all get on the same page, Evan Turner, I think, is also going to have a big yeah, hand sure. in this personality-wise. You know, that's the only way that this can work is if they can get mellow on, if they can all get on the same page. And I don't know if that's going to happen. Yeah. So, if, but if that could happen, if that could happen, I think it would be a good idea. I yeah. actually, you say Myers, I think I'd see him more layman. Yeah. Yeah, he play. He comes in and play. I mean, yeah, I guess you could put him in the layman spot and just have him shoot threes. Yeah. If in, but but even then, but even then, yeah. So you know. Um, and I also think I, I have I said this on the last podcast. I think Layman's getting better every time he gets out there. Like he's just he's just looking more comfortable, um, even if he's not like blowing blowing everybody away. But um, it's a long, big road trip, dude. They're going to be gone for eleven days. Oh, what are we going to do? Well, I mean, we're going to watch them on TV. Sorry, what? On t- t- what? On 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 television? On the computer? On Reddit? I'm sorry, I thought you could only. They photograph the games? Yeah. Do you, are you listening to Travis Demers and Casey Holdall on the Rip City Radio? Well, I, well, I just go to every game. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. So you're going to be in L.A. tonight. You're flying out, right? Well, I just thought I wasn't going to watch the game. Oh, okay. I can't get out to L.A. tonight. Okay. okay. I only have so much money. Fair enough. Wow. This Dude, is going to change the way I can the tail end, basketball. The tail end of this road trip is actually going to be fun, though. What is it? Well, they've got so it starts tonight in LA. Then they head to the East Coast, and they've got to play. I believe they play New York and Washington. Ooh, can't wait to see them play Washington. And I'm trying. To, I can't remember. The, that's another. That's another team where everybody hates each other. Yeah, I can't. I can't remember the other team that they're playing, but they. I know that they cap it off with uh, Milwaukee. And then Golden State is the tail end. Of the I'm not looking forward to the Milwaukee game, dude. Brook Lopez is a revelation. Well, Giannis is gonna be fucking mad, dude. Yeah, I'm sorry I curse so much on this one, dude. But it, I mean, Portland played pretty well against them last time. Like it was a pretty fair matchup, and Giannis had a pretty decent game. All right, Daddy's gonna be home. Daddy will be home in their new arena too, and, and they're gonna clobber Golden State. Yeah, it's just gonna be like the knockout blow. Like they're gonna yeah. trade Durant the next day. Yeah. They're gonna trade Curry. Charlotte. Charlotte. Yeah. All right. Um, I think Te- Tequila Jordan's coming through. Oh my god, I love Tequila Jordan. I actually showed some people who are non like basketball people. I showed them a picture of Tequila, tequila Jordan, Jordan, and they're yeah. like, "Wow, this is incredible!" Like, it's just I'm like uh, Tequila Jordan, bless you. It really, honestly, just Jordan in general. Just you know, god, you know, he's so good. Yeah. I, you know what? Really sorry that we didn't draft you. <laughs> I just want to say to every person out there who's doing the LeBron is better than Jordan thing, stop it. Okay. Wow. Okay, I was doing that. I was doing that. 
but you are. I was. You but know what? I, but, but I may be wrong. Stop it. Okay. Could, look, I do this podcast with Wilms. Pass. Take it or break it. Uh, t- uh, Patreon.com/slash Take it or break it. Where we watch old Michael Jordan games. He's perfect. Yeah. He's perfect. I like that that turnaround. There's no, there's, there's it's uh, it's the most unstoppable basketball stuff imaginable. I'm excited to see uh, some Evan Turner turnarounds tonight yeah, uh, against the against the Lake Show. So um, Blazers are going to be looking to get to Evan Turner, the Michael Jordan of guys with uh, 15 PERs. Hey, dude, he's dude, he's 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 the new usage god of the second unit. Yeah, God bless him. Um, and they're playing, dude. I'm excited for this. Uh, did you see that Evan Turner uh, asked LeBron to be in Space Jam too? No. Yeah, apparently he asked him. And then uh, he also addressed the uh, – he was on the Zach Lowe podcast, and he addressed, like, the the weird beef between him and LeBron, he, and then he kind of played it off and said that he doesn't have beef with anybody. But come on, Evan. We all know – well, there's some some happening there. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. No, I think – do you have anything else to publish, to, to, to push? I was on Vice Sports today writing about the Warriors. Mm-hmm. And how – And how they are like Amazon – and how it's breaking them? Um, yeah, well, how, well, yeah, how it's breaking them, and, and how it is, and how Amazon is breaking the world. Right. Okay. Uh, I was on Real GM this week. Okay. Uh, Butler and Towns, I wrote about. Okay. And uh, I don't know. I'm around. Corbin A. Smith on Twitter. That's right. Uh, come up to me on the street. I want. I really need a new pair of shoes. If anyone wants to just give you a new pair, give me a new pair of shoes. I'd really appreciate Shoe it. Companies who are listening. Yeah. Please. Uh, um, or if anybody has like an Adidas store pass, something could really use one. Yeah, need to need some Terexes. Uh, uh, yeah, that's everything. All right, so I'm, we're excited for this game. We'll have a podcast after uh, that game tonight. We'll probably come tomorrow morning at some point. So uh, enjoy the game. Uh, stay dry since it looks like it's going to rain uh, here a lot pretty soon. So. Uh, and we'll check back with you after the Blazers play the Lakers tonight for the third time in the hospital.